0: Queen's Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Singleton, and as a child of the '80s, I'd love to say queens rule, but they don't. Queens lead. Being a queen means you are worthy to be a leader of people. The guests on our show do exactly that. They are leading the way in their businesses, families, and communities. They're taking their rightful place in the spotlight, leading and inspiring the developing queens in all of us. Welcome to the Queen's Lead Podcast. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Queen's Lead podcast. Today, I am so honored to be joined by Lydia Eldridge of Off The Lid Cookies. Hello, Lydia. Hello. How are you today? I am doing fantastic. Don't you lie. It's been a total struggle to get on this podcast (laughs) all day for both of us. So (laughs) Lydia (laughs) is a mother of six a former yes. teacher and we just recently met at a women's conference in Durant, yes. oklahoma so please lydia introduce yourself to the audience let them know who you are and kind of what's going on
1: okay um yes i am lydia i am a former teacher um former military wife now veteran wife um and yes we do have six children uh and i own like amy said i own awful cookies and company and how that kind of came to be, I was quite a few years into teaching and I was just getting burnt out. I was, as each year went on, I was getting more and more burnt out mm. and I was doing a lot of work. And I found myself going, I am spending more time at the school than I am with mm. my family. Yeah. And, and I said, like, something's got to give, something has got to give. And I remember sitting Um, on our bed. It was like almost midnight and I was just crying. I told my husband, I said, babe, I can't do it anymore. Like, I just can't do this anymore. And, um, and he said, then don't. And I was like,
0: um, are you sure you want to say that? Cause I'm about to like leave. Like, I'm not going back tomorrow. (laughs) Right. Right. And, um, and so he said,
1: don't. And I was like, oh, okay. You're, you're serious. And he essentially was like, I would much rather have a wife who is his, who is happy and rested. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, I don't even care about the income, the loss of income. Like I would yeah. much rather have you be happy and rested than stressed out all the time and missing out on our family. And um, so I was like, okay, mm-hmm. literally went in the next day, gave my two weeks notice. Wow. Um, Now I did tell them I would finish out because it was, the beginning of December so I said I will finish out until Christmas break hits and then I'm not coming back next semester and um, honestly that was like one of the best decisions that we could have ever made and I had actually started off the lid um, I had started it June of 2021 but it was just like a side thing. I was just kind of doing it on the side was not really like fully invested in it. Um, and so I was just kind of like that, you know, doing it here and there. So when I put in my two weeks notice, let's see, that was, yeah, that was December of 2021. Yeah. Um, and I knew I said, okay, well then I'm going to go full time into my baking business. But at the time, I was also pregnant with our six month or six month old. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> pregnant, <laughs> with our pregnant with our six. Yeah. And um and so I had given myself a goal of a year to get my business built up. I said, okay, so starting January, I'm going to get my business built up because my goal was to replace my teaching salary. Yeah. And, um, and I said, okay, I'm going to give myself a year to do that. Well, then our son ended up coming early. He, he came three months premature. Oh, wow. So he came in April and I was like, just starting to get just a little bit momentum, getting, getting, letting people know I'm doing this full time. And then bam,
0: like mm, <laughs> he is yeah. born.
1: And so then all of a sudden we're at the hospital and, um, but I was so glad I quit my teaching job when I did because yeah. that gave me the flexibility to be able to stay at the hospital
0: mm-hmm. with him until
1: yeah. until we brought him home and um and what was nice was that I was still able to work on my baking business just like from the back end get a lot of the things yeah. taken care of like my website and just really kind of stay visible
0: Mm -hmm.
1: the people online have a visible online presence. And, um, he gets out of the hospital in July and I'm like, okay, I've got to hit the ground running. I still want to meet my goal. Mm -hmm. I met my goal when, by the time January, 2023 hit, I met my goal of replacing my teaching salary. And I did it in like less than six months time. Yes.
0: Talk about, queen. oh my God. Welcome to the show queen. Oh, that's amazing. And I mean, I know you, you probably feel like a year's worth of time was like a long, long time, but that is a hairy, audacious, freaking wacko goal. You know that like to build, to replace your own income in one year by yourself hats off to you could crowns off to you for real. I mean, (laughs) That's, that's amazing. I talked to very few business owners, owners who, who were able to do that, especially with some, like something like that in between a hospital for three months straight. Yeah. That's incredible. Well,
1: honestly, I just made sure I didn't waste my time. I mean, because when you're in the hospital with a premature baby, half the time for the first like month he was in, he was in a little incubator and Mm -hmm. I just sat next to the bed and I'm like, you know, my presence is here. There's not much I can do. So I might as well be productive. And, and so I, I was, and, um, and then, so January, 2023 hit and I said, okay, now my goal is to double is to double that and double what I did last year. And I am currently on track to, I am currently at, um, if I stay on track, Mm Hmm. I will be close to almost tripling last year. So wow. if I stay on track.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm talking and, about.
1: And wh- another one of my goals was to not just, not just double it, but double it with doing less work. Oh,
0: okay. And, yeah. And
1: putting, putting fewer hours, which meant raising my prices, establishing strong boundaries mm-hmm. um, and, and it's crazy. It's like when you establish strong boundaries, you realize you almost, it's crazy how it ends up being more profitable. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. For you in the long run. And wow. um, so, so that's where we're at. But then now, now we're also working on, I am also working on starting my own podcast and hope, and, and I'm hoping to launch that um, near the end of June. Mm-hmm. So, um, then also we are, um, I'm helping my husband launch his podcast because he, um, he has just a huge heart for veterans because he is one himself and yeah. he has been through the struggles.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the hell. <laughs> of, <laughs> you can yeah. say the hell of the hell that means are, we have but, been yeah. through
1: the hell. <laughs> The hell, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of coming out of the military and trying to go into civilian life, but it's there is so much change. and and a lot of um veterans struggle with that change because they just they're so used to this rigid lifestyle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and then they they're like, "I don't know what I want. Like I struggle with my identity and all of that stuff. And mm. my husband struggled with all of those and um and now he's like okay i don't want them <laughs> i i want to be able to be someone that they can um reach out to someone who can help them and um he already has a facebook page that has well over 20,000 followers wow um yes and so What's that?
0: Throw that out there here just we'll throw uh, it out at the, the ve- end again but
1: yeah the veritable veteran oh um, I like that veritable veteran so we came up with the name because uh veritable is rooted in verity which means truth and um he's essentially a veteran who's who says i'm going to speak how it is and i'm going to mm. i'm not going to mince words and everything that i say is in truth and um and so he's got a pretty good following he is going to start the veritable veteran podcast um we're actually hoping to launch in the next 2 weeks and wow. um yes <laughs> You um, do have and, a lot going on, yeah, yeah. And I'm oh kind gosh. of his. Uh, I'm essentially his VA. <laughs> 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 so yep. we've got a lot of a lot of pieces to maneuver and stuff. But honestly, we love it. And he's hoping. Um, he is currently a police officer, and we are hoping that eventually um, he will be able to do the veritable veteran stuff, um, full-time because he has huge dreams and goals in that too. So, and I'm here to support him and to help with the spouse side of
0: things. So, and how long have you guys been together?
1: Uh, we, uh, let's see, we'll be celebrating 14 years in December. So, um, so yeah, 13 and a half years. Yeah. how. Well, congratulations. Yeah.
0: Thank Let's you. go back to
1: where you okay, started sorry. talking
0: about. No, no. I love <laughs> this whole, I love the high level view, but I want to go back and start breaking down some of that. Okay. You said the word boundaries and I yes. feel like, um, us good, nice Oklahoma, polite women have no freaking boundaries. Can we just say that right now? Because we're all so nice and so pleasant all the freaking time. Tell me about some of those boundaries that you had to set. I mean, the first one, it sounds like with probably as a teacher and leaving that, that profession, I can only imagine the huge heart you have. Um, how difficult was that for you to leave that profession and set those boundaries with teachers, other teachers, administration, parents, students, um, tell us what that transition was like.
1: Okay. So I will say. Well, so first of all, I am actually not Oklahoma, Oklahoman born, Oklahoma born, or whatever. I'm actually from Pennsylvania. So, oh, that makes so much north, more sense. Please teach we us. North, know
0: how to. Please teach boundaries. us. Now, see, I regularly get accused of being from the Northeast. Like people think I'm a New Yorker or something, but just because of my sass. But truly, I struggle yeah. with the boundary thing too, because yeah. I'm nice, right? right? Teach us, no, a yeah. wise no. northerner.
1: <laughs> no, I will say I am considered like people up north would consider me more southern than northern. Yeah in most areas because I'm, I'm too nice according to them.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) But um, yeah, but compared
0: to like someone born and raised in Oklahoma, you're like probably a real bitch. So like, we need to learn from you. (laughs) I don't know if I would say that.
1: (laughs) I love you so much.
0: Come on. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, So honestly, when, when I will admit that I struggled when I stepped down from teaching and I said, you know, enough is enough. Um, I can't do this anymore. I went through a period of depression for about a month after that Mm -hmm. um, because so much of my identity was tied up Mm -hmm. in teaching and my students. Um, But I will say that I did have to learn boundaries with you know parents and stuff like I would not respond to emails after a certain time period and you know that upset some parents but mm-hmm. I'm like no this time is established for my family yeah. yeah and I would put an away message on my email I'm spending time with my family I would get back to your email in the morning yeah and um and and I would have parents who would somehow get a hold of my cell phone number and try to call oh, me no. and text me. And I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't pick up Um, because again, for me, that's inappropriate Mm
0: -hmm. in my
1: opinion, but I will say that I have to be honest, the whole being overworked as a teacher, I feel like that is an overarching problem in teaching period, an overarching problem in teaching period, but I have to accept responsibility for some of it. and say that I did not have good boundaries I was really bad at saying no and I would just be like yeah I they would see that honestly I'm very talented in a lot of the creative realms and they'd be like oh Mm -hmm. well Lydia can do that yeah well Lydia's really good at doing that like let's just let's have her do that and so I'd be like okay
0: Mm -hmm. okay I will yeah I only have
1: you know a million children at home but (laughs) I'll find time for it and and I was I was getting to a point where I was sleeping two to three hours if that at night and wow and I was just like I can't I can't do this and um by by the time I quit I was teaching like four different subjects um I was teaching English I was in charge of a fine arts program I was teaching drama music uh art. Wow. All the things. And then in charge of spring plays, programs, things like that. Was it the the junior
0: high, high school level?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Junior high high school level. But -hmm. the music was elementary. Um English was middle school, high school.
0: Oh my gosh. You were teaching at all grade levels, all subjects across (laughs) holy crap. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I I don't blame you for going home and saying that. (laughs) Right, right.
1: Again. Again. Like some of it was me and some of it was my, like, I was really bad at, um, delegating
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: um, and some perfectionism came into that. So I will say like, I'm responsible for some of my yeah. burnout. Like, sure. I am responsible yeah. for some of my burnout. And so that's honestly what taught me boundaries in my business because I'm like, okay, what do I have to do? What do I have to put into place to keep myself from burning out again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and um, and having that time with our baby in the hospital, it just made me realize if I don't establish boundaries right from the beginning, then this, then I'm not going to be able to have this time with yeah. my kids. I'm not going mm-hmm. to be able to to do that. So some of the boundaries I put into place are I don't respond to messages after seven o'clock at night. I don't respond to messages. And I, I have an away message on pretty much everything. All of my contacts that says, you know, if it's during the day, I will get back to you within the next three hours. And then if it's after seven o'clock, I will get back to you in the morning. Mm -hmm. And, um, and as far as like, you know, orders are concerned when people place an order or place a request, I automatically have a message on there that says, this is when I, this is when I read the new orders. This is when I'm going to respond to them. And initially it was hard to stick to that.
0: Yeah, I bet.
1: <laughs> initially it was hard to stick to some of those things. But you know, it it gets easier. It gets easier over time.
0: Yeah. So mostly of- with time, mostly with your time. It sounds yes. like your the boundaries have been yes. there. Mm-hmm.
1: And I make sure I always have at least at least two to three days off a week where
0: I'm not working,
1: I will not respond to anything. I'm not doing anything with my business. That's my family time. Yeah. And, um, so, so far it's been doing okay.
0: So far, so good. (laughs) Now tell us about, you have six children and one is obviously still pretty tiny. What are, what are the ages?
1: Okay. So my oldest is 13 or well, okay he will be 13. I say he's 13 just because he might as well be. Um, yeah. yeah. And then we've got 10, nine, eight, and then three.
0: And then the baby who is a year. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How do you do it? Because I believe you told me that you also homeschool them. I do. (laughs) I do. Oh my gosh. How, how contingent is your life upon a calendar? Um, very, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, if, I bet. if I could, if I could move my phone, I would show you, I literally have a wall calendar. Yeah. And it's like one of those things that you get from Hobby Lobby. It's like the big chalkboard mm-hmm. calendars. Oh yeah. I have that. And, um, honestly, one of the things that has helped my husband and I is, is just start going at the beginning of the week and us like kind of going through the week and both of us being like, what do we have going on this week? Yes. You know, is there. Is there any places that we need to go? When do we need to go grocery shopping? I even plan out when I'm going to do the laundry. <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. I have to. I can only imagine. I mean, otherwise,
1: it won't get done. <laughs> have Asana, you been able
0: to bring it? Oh, Asana. Oh, my gosh. Asana yes. Asana is my brand. Right. No Asana. kidding. Asana. and you get the cute little like unicorn rainbow when you complete something so you feel like extra accomplished even my husband loves that he will not tell anyone but he loves that little rainbow he's like oh i did
1: it yeah (laughs) (laughs) this makes you feel good i know they're like congratulations
0: you accomplished the test you get hey man sometimes i just put things on my asana so that i can click them off like i already did that but i'm gonna put it in there anyway because i want the rainbow i'm so glad i'm not the only one who does that <laughs> oh my God. I love it. <laughs> oh, that is too oh, funny. Man. What would you say? Because I talk to a lot of teachers, a lot of, um, uh, people in healthcare and like counselors and, and a lot of people who do one-on-one type of work, but that are exiting their business, that are exiting their industry, just like you did. I mean, you did, went to something so completely different. Um, well, maybe not completely different, but they're pretty different. Um, but what would you say to that person who is sitting there going, I'm burnout, I got to quit. I have this idea and I'm terrified. Yeah. Well, do it scared. Like that's
1: honestly, I had to, I had to do it scared, you know, and And I was mind blown when my husband said, just do it. And, and I, and I even think I remember, I want to say, I said to him, but I'm so scared.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) And, um, but honestly, that, okay. Sometimes we focus more on what we're going to lose when we walk away Mm and, and, you have to change your mindset into thinking, what am I going to gain? What am I going to gain from walking away from this? And, um, and, and I had to do that. I had to look at what I was going to gain. And, and for me, time freedom was just one of the biggest things that I wanted. That's mm-hmm. one of the, excuse me. That's one of the things that I, one of the reasons I chose to homeschool my kids was because I knew that having them in school I would still be tra- strapped to a time frame, mm, and yeah. and I didn't, I didn't want to be strapped to any time frames.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I wanted, I wanted to be able to set our own times, and yeah. that's why I chose to homeschool. And there was so much time freedom in that. But then I was like, oh, I'll be able to gain, like, being able to say good night to my kids and actually be present. When I'm saying good night, I will be able to wake up it, it, at a decent time, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and to like be rested. And there was just so many things. I thought, okay, I'm going to gain so much more through mm-hmm. this. And then it made the doing it scared not be so scary. Yeah,. Um, and, and I know some people. Okay, so some people might be like, "Okay, well, your husband is still working, so you still had his income." Um, so right around the time that I stepped down from my teaching job, we actually had at that time we had four sources of income coming in at that time. Um, through through my husband's job, um, he was also in school, so he was getting the VA, um, the GI Bill, mm-hmm. um, and then there was there was something else, and I can't remember. My husband and I had had gotten. No, I want to say there's five sources of income. Wow! And we went down to so when I quit, it was crazy because it seemed like all of these income sources just went mm. all at the same time, and then all we had. <laughs> then, then because my husband stopped, he he finished up schools so the gi bill income was gone and right around the same time and it was like literally it just seemed like holy cow bad timing <laughs> like why yeah. did we do this bad yeah. timing, all of a sudden we went from like five sources of income to one oh and my gosh. and we calculated that we had lost like i don't know like you know, per year, you know, Mm -hmm. um, just in, in an instant. And, Mm. but I am here to say, like, it ended up being okay. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It ended up being okay. And, um, and so sometimes, sometimes when you're so scared to take that leap, you are Preventing yourself from finding like the glory on the other side of the door. Mm-hmm. Because it's like all you have to do is walk through it and and it's 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 right there waiting for you. And what's holding you back is yourself, fear. you and yeah, yeah, it's you.
0: Yeah. There's and, no um, such thing as being fearless. I, I mean, people say that a lot, but for me, I'm never not terrified. <laughs> to do almost anything I'm doing until I've done it at least once. Right. Yep. (laughs) And I had a, I had a youth pastor one time, give this example of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And when you're like a kid, that's the best thing you could possibly hope for. right? Like we're holding a sandwich. We love this sandwich and it's our sandwich and it's so good. And it's got my favorite kind of jelly and it's all I want. But what we don't realize is if we drop the sandwich and walk through the door, there's Thanksgiving dinner on the other side of yes. the door. But we yes. want our freaking PBJ because we don't know any better. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And and that was like, I have to constantly remind myself of that. Like put down the PBJ lady, put it down, <laughs> keep walking. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Well, and honestly, and I like I feel like you know, in in the realm of like veterans and and stuff, it's a lot of them. That's why a lot of them struggle. It's because they're like, well, this is the only life I've known. That's why you have a lot of veterans who who then go into police officer roles and mm-hmm. and things like that because it's very similar yeah. to what their life was like before. Yeah. And um and I'm not saying that that's wrong. I mean, my husband's a police officer. So yeah, like, yeah. I'm yeah. not saying that there's anything wrong with that. Um but it's like, it's, it's that sense of, I, I'm holding so strongly to this identity over here that I feel like no other identity is going to work out for me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, nothing else is going to be good for me. And it's like, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. (laughs) Yeah. And, And, and I will say I didn't fully walk away from teaching. I actually, part of my business is teaching cookie classes. So I, I teach cookie decorating classes and, and that came birthed out of, you know, I was about six. Well, I was about halfway through my trying to meet my goals because I was at, I was at the point where I was like, I have three months left to meet my goal and I'm not there yet. And, and I was thinking, I said, what can I do to leverage, you know, my talents and what I already have? And I'm like, I miss teaching. I love teaching. Oh my word, I can teach people how to decorate cookies. And so then that's where the classes came in. And that's, that like massively leveraged my business. And I know a lot of other, you know, cookie decorators and bakers and stuff. They're like, why would you teach other people how to do what you do? And (laughs) because I'm not afraid of having competition, yeah. but I'm not because I am a huge community over competition minded. Mm -hmm. And and it's like, you know what? You wanna start a business? Awesome. Like, tell me about it. You wanna do the same thing I'm doing? I'm not going to like give you all my secrets, but I'm going to support you. I'm gonna encourage you. I'm gonna help you as much as I can. But um, I'm like, hey, you do it. Go ahead. Go for it. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. There's enough success for all of us. No one's ever going going to be able to replicate you in your secret sauce. I mean, you're not getting my recipes, but I'm going to show you how to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's enough room.
1: Exactly. And, you know, and people seem to forget that a business is not uh, what makes up the business. Yes. It's the product, but it's the person behind the product. And it's Mm -hmm. how you present yourself and how you, you know, come before your customers. And that's where most of your success lies. Mm -hmm. Is you, what are you doing? How are you showing up for your customers? That's right. So,
0: yeah. Let's talk to the, uh, the veteran wife, the military wife out there. I have a zero concept of what you have been through, what you have gone through, what you continue to go through. So share with me and the audience, um, some of those struggles and how you and your husband have worked so closely together to overcome those. And I know now wanting to take that word out to
1: the world and
0: help others with it.
1: Yeah. So I will say, I feel like, um, one of the reasons that there is such a massive divorce rate among, you know, veteran couples is because the wives, the spouses don't know how to help their veteran mm-hmm. spouse. You know, they get to a point because honestly, typically what happens is when they get out of the military the the veterans are tra- and and this goes for veteran women too um women who have served and honestly sometimes i feel like the struggle is even greater for them because they they spent so much time trying to prove to mm. the military that i belong here and yeah. then they get out and then they go into the civilian world who's like oh well you were just a female in yeah. in the military and it's like some of them saw some pretty rough stuff. Mm -hmm. And even as the females. And, um, so then there's this, so you're watching your spouse go through this massive identity crisis and they're trying to fill in the identity crisis with all of these coping mechanisms, alcoholism, Mm -hmm. drugs, you know, things like that. I mean, we didn't deal with the, the drugs, um, side of things, but I watched my husband battle you know mentally emotionally trying to trying to fill in all the space you know to drown out the noise in his Mm. head that he's not good enough that um he has no purpose that a life outside Mm. of the military is purposeless and um and a lot of wives honestly just don't know how to help them anymore and and they're like I I can't I can't carry your burden anymore. Like I I can't try to fight mm-hmm. this with you. And um and so it's more of a I'm going to help you by walking away. Like they feel like their only way that they can help mm-hmm. them is to yeah. just walk away.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um and I can't, you know, again, I can't blame them. Yeah. And um and so honestly, I would say that Speaking to the spouses of veterans, make sure, you know, you're taking care of yourself. You know, don't, don't hide, you know, it's so easy to um, almost hide away and try to pretend that none of this is happening. And, Mm. and you almost find yourself walking in shame because, Mm. because you're like, I know, I know the person, I know who my husband really is. Mm -hmm. I know who they really are, but it's hidden under all of that. And, and I don't know how to get that person out. And so, and it's like, you're walking on eggshells because you're just like, I love them because I know who they really are under all of this mess. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I would say, you know, get help for yourself first. Like you Reach out. Don't don't internalize and then try to do it alone. You can mm-hmm. find a community. Find other spouses mm. who understand, who get it, that you can reach out to and and try to get your husband or wife, your veteran spouse, connected with other veterans, but connected with other veterans who are in a healthier place.
0: Yeah. And- yeah. Because that's huge. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. yeah. And I mean, the only thing I can relate that to is that when I got diagnosed with lupus, okay. I got diagnosed with a whole host of different autoimmune disease diseases and I didn't know what to do. So I started joining all these support groups mm-hmm. in person, online, on Facebook, and it was nothing to be quite honest, but a bitch and pity fest. And they weren't helping me. They were making me spiral worse. So I'm so glad that you said that seek help from people who have been there, done that and overcome that thing.
1: Right. And where are
0: these groups?
1: So that's the problem.
0: Yeah. That's the problem, problem, right? (laughs) No, where Where? I don't think it's at the VA offices. I mean, I wish it were, but I'm pretty sure it's not there. (laughs) Probably not. No. What is the veritable truth about this bull crap? Right. (laughs) You
1: know, that's the problem. And that's the gap that my husband is trying to fill. Mm. And because there is a massive need and a massive gap um, for all these veterans who are struggling And they have nowhere to go. They have no one to connect to who is in a healthier place. And they Mm -hmm. feel alone. They feel isolated. They feel like they get stuck in this idea that they're the only one, that they're Mm the only one struggling with this. And they get trapped by the shame of feeling this way. And, um, you know, and there's just and, and so then they don't want to talk about it because they don't want to go to someone and they don't want to go to just anyone. You know, right. they're not going to talk to just a random psychologist or, yeah. you know, because they're like, they don't get it. They, unless they have served, served, they don't understand.
0: Mm-mm. And they
1: legitimately don't. No, there there's is, no way they could. No, no. And um, so that's, you know, that's the gap my husband is trying to fill. And, and I feel like he has a good, He has a good grounding because he has, um, halfway through his military career, he, like, he moved from doing, um, doing a job that wasn't combat to joining infantry. And then he has seen combat, been in combat, you know, so he had done both sides Mm -hmm. of the military Mm -hmm. work. So he knows what it's like to be on the side where you're like, well, I didn't do anything. Like, all I did Mm -hmm. was push papers and, you know, stuff like that. And then, you know, he has been on the side where he has seen combat. He knows, so he knows the mental struggles of both sides of the military. Yeah. And, um, and he's able to address those and, and he is open and honest about his struggles. You know, he's like, I will tell you, I, fe- I fell into alcoholism. I, you know, I, he's like, I fell into my own self-pity and wallowed in it. Mm-hmm. And he's now at a place where he's like, knock it off. You know, sometimes you just need someone to just be like, quit. Yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> we do. We all need that person.
1: Yes. Yes. And it's like, and he has such a good balance of like discipling while also mm. being ready to smack you across the face. If you're, <laughs> too dumb. you know, yeah. and he's going to hold you accountable. And so. And that's why I am so excited for what he has, because we, we honestly, we have visions. We have massive visions for this. We see, you know, big, big speaking engagements. We see these, uh, I don't know, it's going to be, I'm really excited. It's going to be awesome. And, and with how passionate my husband is about this, uh, like I dare say, it's going to kick off that once he gets his podcast going I think things are going to just skyrocket
0: super fast and we're just gonna be hanging on (laughs) yeah yeah you are that's amazing I'm so proud of it. Well, I can't believe our time is almost up. Um, can you tell us a bit about the cookies and about off the lid? Because let me just tell you guys, uh, we were going to buy like six, then we bought like a dozen and then they were all gone in like two days. I'm not kidding. They were so good. You were not lying about that s'mores cookie. Oh my God. You guys Yeah. off the, okay. It's off the lid, L Y D cookies.com. Yes. yes, you can buy them online, even if you're not yes super close to Oklahoma. So dish about the cookies. <laughs> okay. So,
1: so, um, let's see. So off the lid cookies. So my, my goal, that was another thing that I think has helped my success is niching or niching down. I don't even know how, like the yeah. proper way of saying that, that word, it, it's the gif <laughs> it's and jif argument,
0: niche. niche niche. I don't know. <laughs> um,
1: uh, so really like deciding on where my niche was and because i always have people who ask me they're like do you do cakes i'm like no nope -hmm. my realm is cookies and i i was like i want to be able to be called the cookie lady and so i i do custom decorated cookies but i don't i don't just do custom decorated cookies i'm very much like a like i you if you want like bougie um really intricately decorated cookies and then come to me, I am there for you. And, um, but I also do logo cookies for, you know, bigger, bigger companies. So if you want your logo and I, and I've got an edible printer, so I print do edible printed cookies. Um, so my goal, my goal over the next couple of months is to really get into contact with some big companies and to be able to do logo cookies for them. Mm-hmm. And then I also do gourmet cookies, which Amy yes, was, you do.
0: I oh. <laughs> was talking oh about they're
1: so, so good. and they're these gourmet cookies. They're jumbo <laughs> size, so like my smallest one is five ounces, so they're huge cookies. They're like a meal and or two meals maybe for some yeah. people in of itself. they're, Fine. they're so they're good. <laughs> I'm all right you with that as a meal. <laughs> Probably why I gained like, you know, a hundred pounds, just because, you know. Uh, hey, are you really a baker if you don't taste your own product?
0: I don't trust skinny bakers. <laughs> or skinny cooks. Mm-mm. We gotta have a little meat going on for me That's to right. have that trust. That's right. That's
1: right. <laughs> um And then I do cookie cakes, but I don't just do, you know, I, I've, I'm a go big or go home kind of person. So I don't just do cookie cakes. I do deep dish cookie cakes. So my (sighs) cookie cakes are about like two inches thick, you know, and if not bigger and, you know, and I do those as well. But then one of my biggest things is cookie classes as well, where I teach people how to, how to do decorated cookies. And honestly, we're just there mainly for fun
0: you know, yeah. just come and
1: have fun. And, um, and you just come, you learn how to decorate cookies and you get to, you get to eat the cookies, take them home. And,
0: um, now these are know. for adults. Correct. I mean, I mean, I'm assuming yeah. you would let in a, a child that could handle it, but, right. but these are for right. adult groups. Correct. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, church groups, it, uh, women's groups, book clubs. I mean, that sounds like a yeah. blast to come and do something like that with like date nights, something like that would be yeah so much fun. To oh do yeah. That.
1: Oh yeah. And, and I also offer like the ability to do private cookie classes. So, so like, it would be great for, um, team building exercise, you know, all sorts of things. So, so it's like, if, if they want to, if companies want to reach out and say, Hey, we would like to have you come and do a cookie class, you know, with, with our employees, like, absolutely. I I will come do that. And, yeah. and it really, it, it just, it's a lot of fun and it's, it's a perfect, I don't know. I feel like it's a perfect um, outlet, you know, creative outlet for um, pretty much for adults to just be like, you know, let's, let's do something fun, but also learn, yeah. learn a skill.
0: Yeah, yes. yeah because then so. you can like hire you when it really counts. And then like, yeah. you know, for like your eight year old nephew's birthday party, maybe you can try out your newly learned skills. Maybe. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm can only assume I'm looking at the wall behind you must be cookie cutters oh yes
1: dozens oh, yeah, and dozens
0: I'm sure of cookie cutters <laughs> yes this how is many my, are this there
1: cookie. I have no idea Lost no count. idea because that wall isn't the only place that has cookie cutters if you see this cabinet right uh-huh. here yeah that oh, cabinet has cookie cutters too so <laughs> and then this little,
0: this right here I is all that I love it. You can make any shape, any, anything. That's want. right. That's
1: right. That's right. Although that was like another business decision I made. I said, all right, I'm not buying any more cookie cutters. I oh. am, you know, just going to use what I have. Cause obviously I have a lot. You have a lot. So. Yeah.
0: And I bet some of those <laughs> other shapes can definitely be turned into other things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah absolutely you turn it upside down and it's like all club you turn it over at something else like yeah i could totally see that. right right
1: <laughs> yes so so yeah like um i want to say i'm trying to think through if i do anything else no that's pretty much it like I, i'm like i do i do cookie classes decorated cookies gourmet cookies and cookie cakes and that's it oh and i also have a monthly subscription box that Ooh. for the gourmet cookies so people get like the best value if they subscribe um, because yeah. you can either get the small box or the large box, and and I do ship, you know, those. So, um, and I also ship my gourmet cookies too. I do ship the. I I can ship pretty much any of the stuff, obviously, except for my cookie. Hey, if you want to fly me out to you, there to you go, you right?
0: One,
1: yes, I will come to you. That's right.
0: <laughs> I am there you're there. That's it. Yeah. We'll do it on the beach and the mountains, wherever you want me to go. That's right. right. If you need assistance, um, I will come with you and be a taste tester and carry all your cutters. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, so,
1: so there's that. And then, um, then I'm just hoping to eventually, you know, my, my podcast is going to be, I'm not going to give the name yet because it's like, I don't want to get still getting stolen before I get it. lost. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but essentially my podcast is going to be focused on um, business or uh, women entrepreneurs who are also moms mm-hmm. and trying to figure out like, how do you, where do you find the balance? I, I hate the word balance. Cause there's no such thing as balance when you're running yeah. a business and being mm-hmm. a mom and, and just more work-life harmony. And yeah. you know, how do you find that harmony between the two and, and, you know, what are things that you can do to help you? And Is it possible to pursue your dreams? Yes. Like I'm here to tell you it is. It is possible to walk away from that nine to five and pursue your dreams. And so that's what my podcast is going to be, you know, focused on the theme of.
0: I'm excited for it. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to listen to it. I can't wait to listen to Veritable Veteran also. Go and find Veritable Veteran online and go and find off the lid L-Y-D cookies. Yes off the lid and follow this wonderful couple online and watch their <laughs> journey unfold because it's going to be amazing right here Yeah. Oklahoma. Congratulations on everything Thank you. that you and your husband have overcome um, on your beautiful you. family, um on your delicious cookies and for making the real dream and a reality. I mean, you literally bought back your time and you bought back your life and I have chills just thinking about it. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Good job. Thank you for being my guest. And thank you for being a queen that Yeah. Thank you so much.